Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Gabby's Travels, a travel podcast. I'm Gabby, and I'm based out of New York. I love traveling and visiting touristy attractions. Hopefully my experience can guide future travelers, or maybe you've just visited one of these places yourself, and you want to hear me talk about it. This past weekend, I visited Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and stayed at the relatively new Cartoon Network Hotel. If you have a family with young children, or you're just a Cartoon Network kid at heart like I am, you might have heard of this new hotel, and you may be interested in visiting it yourself. I'll tell you all about my experiences staying there. I'll also discuss attractions in the area, as well as a few stops I took on our trip up to PA. Pennsylvania is obviously an amazing state to visit. I love it there. There is so much to see. Lancaster is a big area, and I'm obviously not an expert on all of the county. I can only talk about what I saw on my short trip. But even if you're not interested in cartoon-themed hotels and outlet malls, I encourage you to do your research about the area if you're interested. I couldn't possibly describe the so entire area. So what brought me to the Cartoon Network Hotel? I can't say exactly where I first saw it advertised. I don't really watch Cartoon Network much anymore, not since they canceled We Bear Bears. But I imagine something like the classic Nickelodeon Hotel in Orlando that was advertised to me constantly as a child. Except this would be better because it was Cartoon Network instead of Nick. By the way, I actually never visited the Nick Hotel. I only visited Orlando once, and I stayed at the Disney World Hotel, but that's a story for another episode. So I knew Cartoon Network was opening a themed hotel within a reasonable driving distance of my home, and I had been interested in taking a trip up to Amish country in Lancaster. This was actually a last-minute trip that brought the two together. My mom and I wanted to get away and celebrate because I was recently offered a new job. I only stayed at the Cartoon Network Hotel for one night, so I'm far from an expert. You can look for yourself on their website. They boast themed rooms, including several quote-unquote dream suites, indoor and outdoor pools, the latter with a snack bar and a Powerpuff Girls-themed splash pad, a restaurant and a themed cafe, a game room with VR experience for an additional fee, and a gift shop stocked with Cartoon Network merch. I'm sure there are other features that I'm not remembering, like cartoon character beat-ups. The first thing I noticed about the Cartoon Network Hotel is that it's actually a motel with outdoor rooms. If you look closely at the website, this is clear. I was just an idiot who didn't expect it. Of course, there's something wrong with that, and being so new, the double room I stayed in seemed pretty clean. As mentioned, the rooms are themed after Cartoon Network shows. Each room will feature artwork and accessories based off one of six shows, Amazing World of Gumball, Adventure Time, Ben 10, The Powerpuff Girls, Steven Universe, and We Bear Bears. When you book the room, you can add a note requesting the theme you want, but it's not guaranteed. I requested We Bear Bears, which you'll quickly realize is my favorite of the shows advertised at this hotel. But I got Adventure Time. The room was still really nice, though. It was very cute. Uh, there was ex The runners on the bed were Jake the Dog themed, the pillows were Finn, and there was a painting or a picture on the wall with characters from the show. My mom probably has never seen Adventure Time and she thought it was cute. So from the mouths of non-experts, these rooms are really nice and very fun. I did not actually go in the pool or even go near the pool, but from the rooms, or from half the rooms, maybe, you get a pretty f good view of the pool area. It seemed pretty nice. You obviously have your big pool with a slide and a splash pad. I didn't get to see the indoor pool, 
I don't know if it's open during the summer or just the winter, but it's there. Uh, definitely seems like a good option if you're looking to go swimming or if you have kids. It seems nice, I can't say from first-hand experience, but I did see it, and I think it looks nice, and it is certainly themed from Cartoon Network. The pool is the land of Pool, like the land of Ooh from Cartoon Network, from Adventure Time. And uh, the Powerpuff Girls I mentioned are the Splash Pad. Oh, they also have an outdoor screen for screening, I think, cartoons. That would make sense. <laughs> I didn't go to the game room myself, but I'm sure if you have kids, they'd want to spend way too much money there and way too much time there. It looked really nice. They also have a little area there, uh, you know, with a screen where kids can uh, do some activities. I think they have a list of things you could do for an additional fee. So there's definitely some things to do here. It's not just a hotel. It's also like a resort with activities. I did not go to the Cartoon Network restaurant there. But I did stop for coffee on my way out at the Barista Cafe, which is themed after We Bear Bears. Obviously, I love that. I took a lot of pictures. The drink I got was uh, Ice Bears White Chocolate Hot Chocolate. I thought it was pretty good. Hard's best of hot chocolate. <laughs> Tastes sweet enough. So the cafe is definitely worth checking out. And of course, you have the gift shop, which is really nice. When I was there, it was pretty deliberately organized by those six shows I mentioned. Like, here's the Powerpuff Girls stuff. Here's the Steven Universe stuff. Here's the Wee Bear Bears stuff. Obviously, I went right for the Wee Bear Bears, which they actually had some pretty nice things. Um, if you're a Wee Bear Bears fan, you might remember an episode where the bears become obsessed with tote bags. And I bought uh, a replica of the tote bag they have in that episode, which is really simple. Uh, to make uh, for them, but it was really cute, and I'm glad I got it. So I guess what I'm saying is, if you really like uh, the Cartoon Network-specific merch, definitely a good option there. I guess that's a good overview of the different amenities they have at this hotel, kind of give you a review of all those different things that you'll see boasted on the website. One thing you should definitely know is that the Cartoon Network Hotel is card-only, no cash. They're so devoted to that that they have a station where you can convert ca cash into a temporary card if you have to use it. So that's my overall impression of the Cartoon Network Hotel. Uh, I will note that there weren't a lot of older shows on display at the Cartoon Network Hotel. It really was just that those six that I mentioned before that are themed after the rooms. Um... You know, they also have some other ones, you know, a little Teen Titans Go I, I saw on the TV. Uh, they have some artwork from, like, Craig of the Creek or other shows like that on the walls if you look for it. Um, there's even, like, a mural all over the walls with different characters. And when I mean all over the walls, I mean, like, in your room, the walls will have a mural of different characters, which is another thing that makes the rooms really cute, really nice. But when I see something like that, I do wonder why there's... They are only sticking to the new shows. I mean, not to sound like an old fart. Obviously, they're going to go with what's on TV now and what's popular. But uh, unless I'm mistaken, I'm thinking a lot of those shows that are highly used in the Cartoon Network Hotel have already been canceled. I mean, I know We Bear Bears is off the air. So if you're going to the graveyard to mine old shows, 
Why not have little nods to some older shows? I'm sure some people would remember them. I mean, I'm not saying put together a whole theme based on them, but, like, if you're having these murals anyway, or you're putting drawings up on the walls, you have 30 years of material to go through. Why are you sticking to six shows? But maybe it's a rights issue. Maybe those are just what's popular. I know the whole landscape of cartoons has changed since my youth, and I'll stop commenting on that right about now, because I could probably go all day about, you know, kids these days and their cartoons, and no one wants to hear that. Basically, my review of the Cartoon Network Hotel, I was a little surprised to see that it was more of a motel. That's on, that's on me for being surprised. I thought it was really cute. I, if you're a Cartoon Network fan like me, it's worth visiting for the, for the cuteness of it. You know, I love, I love Wee Bear Bears. I love the, their little cafe with the pictures up and the themed macarons. I didn't actually have those, but you could buy them. And the little murals on the wall. And they have TVs playing cartoons. And if you're into that, it's definitely worth checking out. Would I go there just to stay at the hotel? Probably not. But if you're going to Lancaster anyway, maybe you're going to Dutch Wonderland. Uh, it's definitely a good option. I would, I'd, I'd recommend it for kid, people with little kids. I, I would love it if I was a kid, really. I think, not that I know, because I didn't have these cartoons as a kid, but... <laughs> but speaking of Dutch Wonderland and the reasons to visit Lancaster that aren't revolve around a hotel, uh, let's talk about what's in the area immediately outside the hotel. Dutch Wonderland is a theme park that is walking distance from the Cartoon Network Hotel. I didn't go. I can't say anything good or bad about it. Uh, it's cute enough from passing by outside. I'm not sure I would like it. But yeah, it's nice. It's a little theme park. What more do you want? <laughs> and there is an outlet mall right by the hotel and the Dutch Wonderland. There's actually two. Uh, and the first one is like a dead mall. Um, but if you go there, you'll find two things that I always find interesting on a trip. And one is a Cracker Barrel. Uh, and the other one is a Disney outlet, which are really hard to come by nowadays since they closed down all the Disney stores. So, really, that second outlet mall isn't worth the attention, but I was pretty happy to find a Disney store, so I wanted to mention it. But what you really want to go there for is the Tanger Outlets, which is a whole, you know, you've been, if you've been to an outlet mall, you've seen it. All these stores, uh, advertising discounts, you know, clothing, The Gap was there, Old Navy, some hot, Chico's higher-end stuff. Yeah, typical outlet mall, if you like outlet shopping. That's definitely a good option for later in the evening, you know, because they're open till 9, till later, whereas uh, some of the attractions would close at 5 or earlier. That's definitely what I did. Is I went to uh, the Amish country attractions earlier in the day, and then when everything was closed, I made my way over to the... Speaking of, there's an attraction pretty close to the hotel called the Amish Village, and I would recommend it if you're interested in going to Amish country or learning that Amish culture. The Amish Village doesn't really it's not a real Amish village where people live although uh that will come up later it is a little area with a histo with a, a little recreation of an Amish village you'll go in through the gift shop and you'll meet for a tour of an Amish house that once had a family but has not for a long time it is now just a, a museum basically and then they release you into an area where you can wander around on a self-guided tour and they'll show you uh they have stores with uh, Amish-made goods, uh, and they have farm animals, and they have a one-room schoolhouse that you can go into. They have some buggies set up that you can uh, see. You will, you might see buggies, 
on the roads if you're visiting Lancaster, so be careful of that. Overall, it's very good. The tour was very informative. They show you clothes that the Amish people wear, the appliances that they use, because they're not connected to the electrical grid, obviously. Very informative, very interesting. If you want to go shopping, I thought the stores were adorable. So that's the Amish village, and they also have a service where you can take a bus ride over to actual Amish country, and they'll take you to actual Amish villages where they actually, where those people actually live. I didn't do this option, but you're because it uh, takes about 90 minutes, I believe, and I just didn't have the time. But if you're interested in that, I definitely check out the Amish village. That's one of the attractions nearby. And with the Amish village, that's pretty much what's in the immediate area of the Cartoon Network Hotel. There's a lot of, like, stores where you could buy Amish-made goods or trinkets. There was this one place I'd definitely recommend called Dutch Haven, and they boast America's best shoe fly pie, and they will offer you a free sample if you go in there. I both had a sample and bought a pie, so I would definitely recommend it. And they have a lot of cute things for sale there, some Amish-made goods. Uh, so Dutch Haven, that's one store. And that's just one of many. There's a lot around there. If I wasn't didn't get there so late in the day, I would have gone shopping more. But as I At said, that's, that's kind of the end of, of my experience area. in the immediate area. I'm sure there's stuff that I missed. But luckily that means I get to talk about something that's a little farther away from the Cartoon Network Hotel, but was probably the highlight of my trip. About 20 minutes from where I was staying in Columbia, Pennsylvania, is the Turkey Hill Experience. So Turkey Hill is a brand of ice cream and iced tea beverages, and they have a little visitor center museum in Columbia, Pennsylvania. So the Turkey Hill Experience is not a factory, it's not a tour, but it's in that spirit. It's all about teaching you how they make their products, but instead of actually letting you near where they make the food, they instead use props, games, uh, free samples. We bought our tickets online, but we still entered through the gift shop. And you go in and you go upstairs. And you basically walk into this museum exhibit, kind of like a children's museum. So they have these fake cows with udders that you can milk. And they have a little uh, model ice cream truck you can take pictures in, mostly for children, but very, very charming. Right off the bat, you can take a free ice cream sundae. They have prepackaged cookie dough sundaes. At least it was cookie dough when I went. Maybe they have different flavors. I don't know. But the point is you could take one. Uh, they're very frozen when you get them, but who am I to complain about free ice cream? They also have free samples of different iced teas and lemonades that you could take. There's a film about how they make ice cream. Or you could sit down for a few minutes if you want. There are photo ops, not just ones where you stick your head through cardboard cutouts and you look like a bottle of lemonade. But my favorite one is a giant tub of, uh, I think, butter pecan ice cream. Obviously, there's nothing in it until you get in there and you can take photos. <laughs> and it says, what a bunch of nuts. Very, very cute. Cute little photo op. The main attraction is a make-your-own-ice-cream area. Obviously, you're not really mixing together milk and toppings, but it's online where you go to a screen and you select, you design the ice cream flavor that you would, you pick out your flavor, your mix-ins, your syrup, then you design the box, and then, and this is the best part, 
you go and you record a commercial of yourself advertising it. And they uh, edit it all together for you with your, with, with your ice cream. And then afterwards, you can see it online on their website as long as you keep the code they give you. So, very cute. Uh, they have some games there. Like, my, I all played against um, another player for the measure your ingredients type game about how uh, precise the ingredients have to be. And it's all about stopping the counter at the right time which I failed pretty miserably, but still managed to win. So that was fun. They have a little room that's really cold, because that's the freezer you're walking into. Very Children's Museum-esque with all the little activities, which I say is a compliment. I was a volunteer at a Children's Museum for a long time. Not for a long time, but you get the idea. And then the crowning achievement, the highlight of the Turkey Hill experience, is the free sample area. You can sample as many ice creams as you want. They give you little cups. It's not even like a little spoon that you would get at the ice cream store. No, they'll give you a little cup of any ice cream flavor you want of the six or so they have out there. I sampled two. That was peanut butter sundae and black raspberry. Uh, if I was going to get a third one, I might have gone for the butter brickle because I've never tried that before. But yeah, if you want to try ice cream and have free samples of iced tea and lemonade and all that. I think that's just the beginning of what makes this place great. The Turkey Hill experience, if you're in the Columbia area of Pennsylvania or Lancaster, definitely try and check it out. I've been to visitor centers like this before for factories. I went to the Pez Visitor Center, which is in Connecticut, and I thought that was really nice, but this is obviously, when they give you all the free ice cream you want, it definitely brings it to another level. And the gift shop was really nice. We got some some little souvenirs. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. We took some photos. We ate some ice cream. And the Columbia area is really nice outside of that. There's another uh, museum in the area. I didn't have time to visit, but it was the Watch and Clock Museum. Uh, well, I, while I was there, there was a farmer's market going on. And uh, there was a cute little restaurant that we went to because it had a gift shop. And... I believe the restaurant is called Hinkle's, and they have an old-time soda fountain. The whole thing is really cute. I didn't eat there, but I can appreciate it. I guess that's my review of the entire Lancaster area that I saw on my trip. It's very, you know, very nice. Uh, the attractions I went to were very cute. Obviously, an ice cream museum, uh, the Cartoon Network Hotel. It was very cute. If you're interested in Amish culture, there's a lot to do there. And if you like shopping... There's a lot that you have to do, both on the small business Amish-made, handcrafted side, and on the outlet mall uh, shopping. If I had more time in Lancaster, I probably would have gone to a few more of the museums they have there. There was I mentioned the Watch and Clock Museum in Columbia. There was a toy train museum that was very close to the Amish Village attraction I went to. I would have loved to see that, although I did see the giant train display they have at uh, Northlands, New Jersey. That could be another episode talking about that place, which is a great place to visit if you're in Flemington, New Jersey. And I guess that wraps up my experience in this particular area of Lancaster. I don't want to say it was touristy, but there is a lot to do. If you appreciate things like museums and uh, attractions, getting to look at the Amish culture, it's very Personally, fun. I probably wouldn't stay at the Cartoon Network Hotel again. Because I went more or less for the novelty, 
And now I did it, and I'm glad I did. And I'm glad I went to Lancaster, and I'd love to go back. I'd love to see more of the Amish country, maybe even different areas of Lancaster. I guess something I've been trying to get across during this whole thing is that Lancaster's a big area, and I didn't see all of it, and I wish I could see more, and maybe I will someday. And what I saw was pretty great, and I'd recommend it to anyone. Aside from some of my criticisms of the cards, besides that, it's a recommendation. But now, we leave Lancaster, and I'd like to take a minute to talk about some of the places I stopped on my road trip, driving up. Starting with what's closest to Lancaster, I visited the American Treasure Tour Museum, which is in Oaks, Pennsylvania. I'm really excited to talk about the American Treasure Tour because it is a classic roadside attraction. It is pure Americana. And it's hard, it's honestly hard to explain if you haven't been there. I first found this place in Atlas Obscura, and this is my second time visiting it. The American Treasure Tour Museum is one man's collection of Americana, basically. This one man collected a bunch of classic cars, old toys, uh, Wurlitzers, which are old-timey, like, music machines, and uh, all things like signs, artwork, and instead of keeping it to himself, he put it on display where you can come visit it. There's a tram tour, and you get to see all of this Americana, all this culture. They also, it has to be seen to be explained. I know I'm not going to do it justice. Basically, you walk in, and there are two rooms, one with a lot of music machines and miniatures, and the, which is called the music room, and the other one, which is called the toy box, which has the part that you can walk around has a lot of classic cars, and this, a lot of toys, and there are bicycles and model planes hanging from the ceiling, and then you take the tram tour, and that takes you even more uh, to see. And the highlights there would be that they have the world's largest slinky, which takes up an entire room. And remember, these rooms were, used to be a tire factory before they were repurposed into a weird museum. They have the world's largest Gumby. You know, Gumby, the old character from the cartoons. Obviously, it's not made of clay, but it's pretty big. And they have the world's largest popsicle stick castle complete with a Guinness World Records certificate, and it was all made by one man, and it's pretty big. I couldn't imagine making it myself. But my point is, this is a weird museum. It has a lot to see, uh, but it's not one of those museums where you can't see it all in one day. It's a quick stop because they have, you have to go on a, the tram tour to see it all, and they, they, you know, t they give you the tour. So it's a lot to see, but it's a, you know, a very good, concise road trip stop. If you're interested and you're in the area, I know I'm not selling it. You, you have to Google what this place looks like. It is just filled with movie memorabilia and toys. Uh, the tour was a little toasty because I, we went on a summer day, but they know that and they give you water bottles. So I would definitely, I've been to this place twice, as I said. Not a lot changed from when I was last there. It's very. It's a great tour. It's one of those weird museums that road trip stops are made of. So, American Treasure Tour Museum in Oaks, Pennsylvania, official recommendation. And when you get there, it may not look like much from the outside, but it's definitely. And the last thing I'd like to talk about from this trip 
was our stopover in a completely different state. Now we went over to New Jersey, but we did stop here on the way, and that is the Scrub Daddy Smile Store. Or pardon me, the Scrub Daddy Smile Shop. So, you may or may not be familiar with the brand Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy is a kind of sponge that has certain advantages over your average sponge. Mainly, it can change texture or consistency based on the temperature of water you use. So if you run it under cold water, it gets harder. And if you run it under hot water, it gets softer. And it has a lot of benefits in that way. It's shaped like a smile. And of course, if you know, you know, this was a product on the show Shark Tank. I would venture to say it's the most popular, it's the most successful brand to come out of Shark Tank. You could argue, but I mean, considering that it's a sponge and people are obviously going to buy it more than once, I have to imagine this made Lori a lot of money. I think that was the shark that invested. And it's well-deserved. I think it's a great product, which is why when they announced a couple, week a couple months ago that they were opening their first retail store, I was really excited to go there. So this shop is actually connected to the Scrub Daddy headquarters, and it's a really cute place to, to stop. Again, this is all going to be dependent over whether or not you care about a sponge with a face on it. But as someone who does, I thought this was amazing. I mean, the Scrub Daddy, Scrub Daddy headquarters by itself is really cute. They have a little fountain there with a Scrub Daddy uh, face on it. Um, that's in the wall near the front door. Obviously, I didn't go into the actual business because I don't work there. But the store, they sell Scrub Daddy products. And some things like shirts and little dolls, or stuffed animals more like. They have a claw machine that will, you can win products. I want a scrub mommy. And of course they have giant scrub daddies and scrub mommies that you can take pictures with. But the real highlight was the girl who was working the counter, who was so sweet and so nice and totally understood the, what would bring a crazy person like me to stop at a store to buy sponges. And she gave me a lot of free stickers, which is why I'm shouting her out. Yeah, free stickers and a free pen. So it was pretty great. Uh, so if you're interested in Scrub Daddy, uh, and you didn't know that they just opened their retail store, I'm here to tell you that there is one now, and it's adorable and pretty fun to visit. The people there are nice, and it is located at Scrub Daddy ha headquarters in Pensacola, New Jersey. All right, so that's pretty much it for my trip up to Lancaster. Uh, the trip went, uh, we left, we stopped at Scrub Daddy, uh, took an impromptu trip to the American Treasure Tour, checked into our hotel, um, did a little shopping, stopped back at the hotel to formally check in, went uh, to the Amish, the Amish village, I want to say Amish farm, there was a farm there with animals and everything, and then a little more shopping, some dinner, and then the next day, we hit up Turkey Hill and headed home. So yeah, that's pretty much everything. And uh, it was a real fun time. And hopefully, if you're interested in visiting any of these places, I've given you a little insight on what it's like to go there. So thank you for sticking with me. This is my first episode. I imagine it's going to be a little rough. But uh, it was a great time recording and reliving some great memories. Personally, I probably wouldn't stay at the Cartoon Network Hotel again. Because I went more or less for the novelty. And now I did it, and I'm glad I did. And I'm glad I went to Lancaster, and I'd love to go back. I'd love to see more of the Amish country, maybe even different areas of Lancaster. 
I guess something I've been trying to get across during this whole thing is that Lancaster's a big area, and I didn't see all of it, and I wish I could see more, and maybe I will someday. And what I saw was pretty great, and I'd recommend it to anyone. Aside from some of my criticisms of the cards, besides that, it's a recommendation. But now, we leave Lancaster, and I'd like to take a minute to talk about some of the places I stopped on my road trip, driving up. Starting with what's closest to Lancaster, I visited the American Treasure Tour Museum, which is in Oaks, Pennsylvania. I'm really excited to talk about the American Treasure Tour because it is a classic roadside attraction. It is pure Americana. And it's hard, it's honestly hard to explain if you haven't been there. I first found this place in Atlas Obscura, and this is my second time visiting it. The American Treasure Tour Museum is one man's collection of Americana, basically. This one man collected a bunch of classic cars, old toys, uh, Wurlitzers, which are old-timey, like, music machines, and uh, all things like signs, artwork, and instead of keeping it to himself, he put it on display where you can come visit it. There's a tram tour, and you get to see all of this Americana, all this culture. They also, it has to be seen to be explained. I know I'm not going to do it justice. Basically, you walk in and there are two rooms, one with a lot of music machines and miniatures, and the, which is called the music room, and the other one which is called the toy box, which has the part that you can walk around has a lot of classic cars, then a lot of toys, and there are bicycles and model planes hanging from the ceiling, and then you take the tram tour, and that takes you even more uh, to see. And the highlights there would be that they have the world's largest slinky, which takes up an entire room. And remember, these rooms were, used to be a tire factory before they were repurposed into a weird museum. They have the world's largest Gumby. You know, Gumby, the old character from the cartoons. Obviously, it's not made of clay, but it's pretty big. And they have the world's largest popsicle stick castle complete with a Guinness World Records certificate, and it was all made by one man, and it's pretty big. I couldn't imagine making it myself. But my point is, this is a weird museum. It has a lot to see, uh, but it's not one of those museums where you can't see it all in one day. It's a quick stop because they have, you have to go on a, the tram tour to see it all, and they, they, you know, t they give you the tour. So it's a lot to see, but it's a, you know, a very good, concise road trip stop. If you're interested and you're in the area, I know I'm not selling it. You, you have to Google what this place looks like. It is just filled with movie memorabilia and toys. Uh, the tour was a little toasty because I, we went on a summer day, but they know that and they give you water bottles. So I would definitely, I've been to this place twice, as I said. Not a lot changed from when I was last there. It's very. It's a great tour. It's one of those weird museums that road trip stops are made of. So, American Treasure Tour Museum in Oaks, Pennsylvania, official recommendation. And when you get there, it may not look like much from the outside, but it's definitely. And the last thing I'd like to talk about from this trip was our stopover in a completely different state. Now we went over to New Jersey, but we did stop here on the way, and that is the Scrub Daddy Smile Store. 
or pardon me, the scrub daddy smile shop. So, you may or may not be familiar with the brand Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy is a kind of sponge that has certain advantages over your average sponge. Mainly, it can change texture or consistency based on the temperature of water you use. So if you run it under cold water, it gets harder. And if you run it under hot water, it gets softer. And it has a lot of benefits in that way. It's shaped like a smile. And of course, if you know, you know, this was a product on the show Shark Tank. I would venture to say it's the most popular, it's the most successful brand to come out of Shark Tank. You could argue, but I mean, considering that it's a sponge and people are obviously going to buy it more than once, I have to imagine this made Lori a lot of money. I think that was the shark that invested. And it's well-deserved. I think it's a great product, which is why when they announced a couple, week a couple months ago that they were opening their first retail store, I was really excited to go there. So this shop is actually connected to the Scrub Daddy headquarters, and it's a really cute place to, to stop. Again, this is all going to be dependent over whether or not you care about a sponge with a face on it, but as someone who does, I thought this was amazing. I mean, the Scrub Daddy, Scrub Daddy headquarters by itself is really cute. They have a little fountain there with a Scrub Daddy uh, face on it. Um... That's in the wall near the front door. Obviously, I didn't go into the actual business because I don't work there. But the store, they sell Scrub Daddy products and some things like shirts and little dolls, or stuffed animals more like. They have a claw machine that will, you can win products. I want a Scrub Mommy. And of course, they have giant Scrub Daddies and Scrub Mommies that you can take pictures with. But the real highlight was the girl who was working the counter, who was so sweet and so nice and totally understood the what would bring a crazy person like me to stop at a store to buy sponges. And she gave me a lot of free stickers, which is why I'm shouting her out. <laughs> yeah, free stickers and a free pen. So it was pretty great. Uh, so if you're interested in Scrub Daddy, uh, and you didn't know that they just opened their retail store, I'm here to tell you that there is one now, and it's adorable and pretty fun to visit. The people there are nice. And it is located at Scrub Daddy Headquarters in Pensacola, New Jersey. Alright, so that's pretty much it for my trip up to Lancaster. Uh, the trip went, uh, we left, we stopped at Scrub Daddy, uh, took an impromptu trip to the American Treasure Tour, checked into our hotel, um, did a little shopping, stopped back at the hotel to formally check in, went uh, to the Amish, the Amish village. I want to say Amish farm. There was a farm there with animals and everything. And then a little more shopping, some dinner. And then the next day we hit up Turkey Hill and headed home. So yeah, that's pretty much everything. And uh, it was a real fun time. And hopefully if you're interested in visiting any of these places, I've given you a little insight on what it's like to go there. So thank you for sticking with me. This is my first episode. I imagine it's going to be a little rough. But uh, it was a great time recording and reliving some great memories up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So thank you.